0: Russell Wilson isn't going anywhere this morning. Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos agreed on a five-year contract extension worth $245 million. Henry, the Broncos don't have to worry about their quarterback situation for at least the next seven years, taking us to almost 2030. And Russell Wilson to his 30 or to his 40th birthday. This thing is signed, sealed, and delivered. The Broncos are officially out of quarterback purgatory for a long, long time.
1: Let's go. That's a let's
0: go. That That is how it is done. So yeah. exciting. The news breaks this morning just around 6 45 a.m. The Broncos get this deal done late last night. And then the news breaks this morning. And let's talk all about this deal, how it got done, what it means for the team, how good of a deal it is. But first, I got to give a shout out to our presenting sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. Head over to the app store now, download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get the great offers that they've got going on at DraftKings Sportsbook. And there's lots of money. To be had over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And there's lots of money to be had for Russell Wilson. I mentioned it five years, $245 million, $165 million in total guarantees. And there's a couple of big kickers here. The first one this is an extension. So this ties him to the team for seven more years because he had two more years left on his deal. Those, in a way, stay around for this deal. And then the other kicker here is, Henry, $165 million in guaranteed money. We're not talking about a fully guaranteed money. When you heard about this deal, what was the first thing you thought?
1: Wow. So I first found out, I think what, uh, Adam Schefter tweeted at 6.58. I believe that it happened. I woke up at 7.07. So I, like, rolled over and was like, okay, what's going on on my phone? Like, look and, and see your text saying, like, oh, can you get a story up? Blah, 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 There's all this going on. I was like, wait, what is he talking about? What's the news? And then, like, he scrolled through Twitter and it's like, oh, that's the news. Um, so most of my reactions, I guess, were pretty muted because I was tired. But as I kind of rationalized it, because I immediately started writing. So I kept, like, I'd be like, oh, what was the last big contract again? And you look up, like, the Kyler Murray extension. You're like, Oh okay, well, this is good. You look at the Deshaun Watson, like $230 million guaranteed, and you say, oh, wow, this really is a a good deal. And I'm not going to lie. Whenever I thought about Russell's extension, I always thought like, okay, this is going to be massive. There's going to be some concerns. RK is always going to say it's a good deal no matter what because it's just what he does in these situations. But this was actually a, a good deal for the team.
0: It was a fantastic deal for the team because Henry, the moment the Broncos traded for Russell Wilson and he did not have a contract extension, you know what that meant? It meant Russell Wilson had all of the power in the world on this. And you know what, with how much the Broncos gave up for Russell Wilson, there was zero chance they were going to let him leave in free agency in two years or trade him now because they couldn't get a new deal done. No, that was not going to happen. So Russ could have got the biggest deal in NFL history in terms of total value, in terms of guarantees, in terms of average annual value, in terms of every single thing that you have on a contract, he could have got. And just on top of the fact, not just put all the leverage he had on the side. When a quarterback gets a new deal in the NFL, especially an elite quarterback, I'm not talking the Kyler Murrays of the world. I'm not talking, you know, top 12. I'm talking an elite top seven quarterback in the NFL. When they get a new deal, they reset the market. They get either the, the, the t- highest amount and total, total guarantees, total value, highest annual value, or, or they get, you know, two of those or one of those. Russell Wilson got zero. Of those, he did not get the biggest contract that's ever given out. He did not get the biggest contract in terms of average annual value. He did not get the contract with the most guarantees. So the Broncos nailed this thing out of the park. And so, why? Why would Russell Wilson accept a contract, Henry, that that doesn't reset the market, that doesn't show that he's the best quarterback in the NFL? Because it, and, and that wouldn't have been bad if the Broncos gave him that contract. It wouldn't have been. And I think we were all expecting it. I certainly was expecting them to do that. And you know what? Would have been A-OK. I would have been just as excited for the team's future in the organization, even if they give him the biggest contract. But they didn't. And why we just spoke to Russell Wilson. That's why we're doing this podcast a little later today is because we wanted to hear from Russ about this to give you guys all the information. Henry, what did he tell us about that?
1: He said, it's not about how much it's about how many, and he clarified how many super bowls again. (laughs) Like, it's not like, I mean, what you're, you're probably saving $4 million a year, $5 million a year based on maybe what we expected. Um, That's not a massive number. I guess, like, if if you have a $12 million right tackle, you make him a $17 million right tackle, that's an upgrade. But sometimes those margins really do matter, and it it definitely can't hurt. I'm excited about this deal still. I still can't really believe that we aren't sitting here saying, like, oh, no, they're really in trouble.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree. And the crazy thing about this, let's take you behind the scenes on how this deal got mm-hmm. done. So right when the Broncos traded for Russ, uh, this was the, the middle of March. Then come the owners' meetings, just a couple of weeks after, still in March, Mark Rogers was there. That's Russell Wilson's agent. And obviously George Payton was there. And they were they were both in a room and they started these negotiations. So we're talking about these negotiations starting five and a half Months ago, and what happened over these last five months? Well, the, the first five months of negotiations, for the most part, Henry were were, were fine. Uh, I think Russell actually said uh, they were a little heated. I don't think that's the exact word he used, but but he contentious a little bit like that, and that's how all negotiations are. But it, none of it was public, and that was very yeah. key for George Payton and Mark Rogers. So none of us knew that there was any animosity, if there was much, if if at all, during this process. But then over the past month, when the Walton Penner group took over, that's when things really heated up. And in these past three weeks, that's when the deal got done. And really, Henry, it was very, very key for this new ownership to be in place for this deal to get done, because we're talking about the Broncos having to put $165 million in escrow right now. We're talking, and we'll, we'll get into the nuts and bolts of this, the, this deal a little bit later in the podcast, but we're talking about Russell Wilson in the next eight months, Henry, is going to get $71 million in the next eight months. Talk about a payday for him, about $50 million this year, then before next March, another $20 million hitting his bank account. That doesn't happen, not just with the old Broncos regime, but that doesn't happen with a lot of NFL clubs to be mm-hmm. able to hand out $71 million in an eighth-month period to your quarterback. So that was a huge factor. That's when things really started to heat up. And then this week is when the deal came to fruition. In fact, Russell Wilson, I believe it was Russell Wilson's camp that put a deadline on this because Russ did not want this going into the season. So he put a deadline. He said, let's get this thing done before the end of August. So when does this thing get done? Last night, the last day of August at 1130 p.m. In fact, George Payton had left the building. George Payton was asleep when he didn't hear anything at 1130 p.m. He said he fell asleep, went to bed, uh, and and just wanted to, to, to see what happened. Russell Wilson and Sierra and Mark Rogers, Russ's agent, Woke him up at 1145 at night on a FaceTime call and said, George, we've got a deal. And as Russ explained it after he said, uh, he said, yeah, we woke George up and you could tell that we were just waking him up. And he said, oh, that that's great. And and Russ, I don't know if George actually did it, but Russ said he threw up the classic George Payton Mm -hmm. peace sign.
1: (laughs) I love it. I mean, it's. It, it's fun to hear when there's negotiations going on. Like it's, it's good to know what's happening behind closed doors, but I mean, it, it is definitely a sign of a healthy front office that we heard nothing throughout this whole process. Um, you know, and they'd said that a couple times beforehand, George Payton said, you know, we're not, we're not going to negotiate in public. We don't want anything getting out. We're not giving updates to media, nothing like that. And it's a lot like how the, the trade for Russell Wilson happened too. Again, there's just no leaks coming out. There's there's nobody saying a week before, hey, you know, keep an eye on this. That's a that's first of all, just a thing that I think that we can say is is part of the identity of a George Payton front office. But also, I think it's a really, really good thing for a front office.
0: Mm. I think so too. And I think one of the things that that does is it allows these long contract negotiations, it buys a lot of trust with uh, George Payton and Mark Rogers and Russell Wilson. And speaking of trust, Russell Wilson says that was one of the things that he absolutely loves and wanted to stay with this organization because just in the five months that he's been here, five and a half months that he's been here, he said he's got to trust Nathaniel Hackett so long and he's got to trust George Payton so much on the field. It was pretty clear that Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson are neck and neck. I mean, they, they spend more time with each other than Russ does with Sierra and that Nathaniel does with his wife. They spend so much time together and they've given him a seat at the table and it was no more evident than when george payton said during the draft process russell wilson and i i guess it was actually russ telling yep. the story russ said george and i sat down and watched every single receiver in this draft class for five minutes or however many minutes they needed it to be so george, so russell wilson had a seat at the table and george payton gave that to him that built a lot of trust and then what did they do they watched every receiver and they came across a guy named Montreux Washington, and they said, we may have a guy right here. So Russell Wilson may have been the one to identify Montreux Washington.
1: It's very possible. At the very least, he was in the room when they decided, this is the guy who we really want to go after. Um, Again, it's, it's too early to call that pick a success, but it's only been positive signs to this point.
0: It has, it has, it's, it's only been positive signs and, and Henry, that's what today was. It was all, it was all positive for all the right reasons that this is a team that has their nine months ago, Henry, the Broncos were in a position where they had a general manager and that was it. They didn't have a head coach. They didn't have a coaching staff at all. They didn't have an ownership. They didn't have a quarterback. What's happened in those nine months? And, and and what what I what we said going into this offseason, was it's going to be the most important offseason in Denver Broncos history? I think they've hit a home run in every single aspect. And today was the final cherry on top. With Russell Wilson's extension, they hired George uh, or or Nathaniel Hackett to be the head coach. And so far, it's all positivity. They bring in uh, a fantastic president, Damani Leach. They get the richest ownership group in NFL history, which was very key. Today, to sign Russell Wilson to a five-year, $245 million extension and to give him $71 million by next March. That that all is so big, and it wouldn't have happened without these pieces here. And so you see this is the final cherry on top, and we get it just about 11 days before opening kickoff. So Henry, why don't we why, why don't we dive into this contract? Because 245 million dollars, 165 million dollars guaranteed, seems like a ton of money and there's no doubt. It is a ton of money. But let's let's break down exactly why this is such a deal for the Broncos because it is hard to wrap your mind wrap your mind around those numbers and say how how is this a deal and what does it look like? So essentially, uh, what this is, it's a four year deal with 161 million dollars guaranteed in those first four years so essentially russ is why why it's beneficial for him and why george payton called it a win-win is because russ gets 161 million dollars in guaranteed money which he didn't have he would have been making about 50 million dollars in these next two years so that's a massive upgrade for him and for the broncos he's only going to be over these next seven years at $42.9 million per year, which makes him the seventh highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Again, Henry, typically when these contracts happen, you're the number one. And then by the time your contract's done, you're about number seven. No, Russ is starting at number seven. By the time his contract's done, if he plays it out, which we'll talk about later, he's going to be at like just average.
1: Yeah. The the flip side of that though is, you know, Josh Allen, he has $43 million a year. He also signed his before this contract kicks in. So that actually goes down a little bit if you factor in the end of his rookie deal before he signed. Same thing with, you know, Kyler Murray and some of that. So it, it, it is $49 million in the new contract. But again, that's not bad, especially because you're getting it done two years early. To me, if you if they were to wait and do this next offseason – the number is probably $52, $53 million a year minimum with the chance that Lamar signs a massive deal in the next week or so or, or before Russ does next offseason. If that's the case, it could go up to $55 million. If they wait until he's off of that whole contract after these two years, then we could be talking about this being $60 million a year. So because of the way that the quarterback market just grows getting these deals done is so valuable. And you look at right now with Aaron Rodgers having a little over 50 million a year, got Russ at 49, got Kyler, a little over 46, Deshaun at 46, Patrick Mahomes at 45, Josh Allen, 43, Derek Carr at 40. There is going to be a lot of, of quarterbacks who make a lot more than $49 million a year by the time this contract ends. And, you know, we're talking about seven years out. I look back at what was happening seven years ago. There were two players in the NFL who made $20 million a year. The highest paid player was Drew Brees who made $24 million a year. Now at some point, like we can't be sitting here saying, yeah, 2028 20, quarterbacks getting a hundred million a year.
0: Maybe. I
1: guess it's possible. It's possible, but that's just crazy to say. What we do know though, is that it should be well over $60 million. It's probably a little over 70. It's tough to project because at some point, Like At some point, you just can't be giving up that much money. But what we do know is that Russell's contract is going to look pretty good by the time he's at the end of it. You just got to hope he's good as a 38, 39, 40-year-old football player.
0: I mean, people were probably saying it back in the day, like, oh my gosh, $5 million? No one's going to give more than $5 million to a quarterback. <laughs> and and like you said, when when Peyton Manning got his deal, and we forget about this, and especially being in Broncos country, everyone was great signing Peyton, so it didn't matter the oh, number. Yeah. But $20 million was was like... Are you kidding me? That is a ton. So, the salary cap is also going to go up. There's going to be new TV deals that kick the salary cap up even more. So, this is just going to look more and more reasonable as we get into this deal. And according to overthecap.com, right now, Russell's cap hit for 2022 is 17 million. And next year, it's 22 million. In 2024, it's 35 million. In 2025, that's when it sees a big jump to 55 million. So, it takes four seasons. Seasons for his cap hit to be in the 50s. Then the next year, 2026, it's 58.4 million. Then in 2027, it's 53.4 million. And in 2028, it's 54. million. And I remember when when Patrick Mahomes' contract came out and it was the 10-year, $450 million deal. And it was like $10 million cap hit year one. And everyone said, well, this is absurd, but look at 2028. It's going to be a $67 million cap hit. That's probably not going to happen with his contract. They're going to rework it. But when I look at this contract, there's none of those numbers that I say, well, the Broncos are going to have to rework it in order to make things work. A $55 million cap hit come 2027, that's probably just going to be very standard. So the Broncos built this thing for a great spot now and also in the future.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. You know, I remember when Russell Wilson signed the contract he's on right now. You know, I was, I was in Chicago. No, it was, yeah, I was in Seattle for a lacrosse tournament and you know, there's like playing it on, on ESPN in the lobby. It's like, Oh wow. That deal got done. Uh, crazy. I was in Seattle. Now that I think of it, but they were <laughs> saying, uh, they were saying like these, these numbers are absurd. Like Russell Wilson's not that guy. Like you can't be doing that. Like there's no way that they're going to be able to, to build a team around him with those numbers. Now you look at it and what's his cap hit this year? 24 million. Twenty-seven million? 17. Next year? Oh, it, my goodness. It's
0: 17 this year and then 22 next year. And in 2024, it's 35 million.
1: Exactly. I mean, that's just how much things have inflated since then. They'll inflate even more. And, you know, it's always tough to figure out how to structure deals like this. Like to me, I would be tempted just to, to push it all to the front. Like just get some of it out of the way and then you're kind of, you don't have to worry about it after, but with the way the league works now and how you can push things back and how the cap just keeps growing, you know, you've, you've got the flexibility early on and you have the ability to roll over cap space. If, if you need to do that, if you have the opportunity to do that Um, I don't, I don't think they're going to be too focused on doing that, but if it happens, it happens. And then you get into the reworking things and the void years and, oh, we just signed whoever, we can backload his contract and make 2029 his bad cap it whatever. So it's financially not going to be that big of a deal um, for, for a, a, a very good quarterback. You know, it, it, it'd be nice to have another $50 million to throw around, but that's just unrealistic.
0: Well, let's talk about the future and what this looks like. Does he play out all seven years? Does, does What happens if this goes so right for the Broncos? Does he want more money? When could that happen? What happens if it goes wrong? When can the Broncos get out of this? But first, Russell Wilson got a five-year, $245 million deal. You can get a $5 to $200 deal over at DraftKings Sportsbook. You can almost get the Russell Wilson deal at DraftKings Sportsbook, and here's how you do that. You bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game in week one. You get $5. $200 in free bets in your account right away. Doesn't matter win or lose, you are a winner. $200 in your account over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And what's even cooler for week one, they're giving you this awesome promotion for opening night. Everyone can get the thrill. Here's what happens you bet $5, uh, or, or you make a bet on either the Bills or the Rams. If they get up seven, That's all. If your team who you bet on gets up seven, you win your bet no matter what. Even if that team goes up 10 and then they end up losing the game, you still win the bet that you place, So they've got a really fun thing going on there for opening week. And that's one of the great things about DraftKings is they give out these things to people that are new customers, the $5 to win 200. And they also give it out to people that have been rolling with them for so long. Henry, we get, we get pings on our phone left and right every day from DraftKings saying, here's uh, here's an extra boost. Why don't you do this boost as well? And that's just something you don't see. So head to the app store now download the top rated DraftKings sportsbook app. Now and use promo code DNVR. when you sign up to get this offer of 200 free dollars in your account by placing a $5 money line bet on any NFL team week one. That's code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-47 and bonuses issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply.
1: Also, there's a hoot nanny coming up uh breckenridge brewery is turning 32 they say 32 years young <sighs> i guess uh, <laughs> yeah we can call that young it's under the russell wilson line
0: um <laughs> it is
1: like i said they're throwing a Nanny out there at the farmhouse down in littleton there's live music there's food there's beer which you probably could have guessed there's games this is happening october 8th and the 9th um it's it's a really cool place to go, so you should definitely go over to hoot nanny 22 and uh, you'll be able to get tickets. There's there's uh, the Spin Doctors are going to be out there. The Railroad Earth Railroad Earth will be rocking out. Um, and yeah, like I said, eventsseatedcom nanny 22 uh, because Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. Links in the YouTube as well, so go click that.
0: Hank, I got to give a shout out before we go any further to the people in our YouTube comments right now. They are killing it. Now, we ran a little late doing the podcast today because Russell Wilson's press conference held us up. We weren't just holding you guys back. And I mean, we had when when I jumped on here before we even started, the comments were just crazy. People talking Mm -hmm. back and forth. A really good place to be. Roger Dreyer at 401 before we even started, way before we started, said salute to all the the DNVR amigos here. We've got, of course, a lot of classics, Jose, a shout out to you, J 27. Who's in here. You guys are awesome. You've been here. Uh, and we really appreciate your support. And speaking of supporting us and supporting DNVR, the bar is almost open. Mm-hmm. Henry, Henry, Tomorrow night, you Buffs play, and the bar will be open for that. Also, shout out to Brandon Gilcrest. He says cheers to Zach and Henry. Cheers to you, Brandon. And then on Saturday morning, the bar is going to be open for CSU taking on and potentially pulling off the upset of a season against Michigan. And then next week, we've got Thursday night football, Rams, Bills, and we are going to have an awesome Thursday night party and then Friday, the grand opening right before the Broncos game the following Monday. Come stop by. It is going to be such a cool thing to see. I'm, Hank, I, I've seen little updates as it goes, but I can't wait to see the finished product of the bar. If you're not able to make it out uh, for, for any of these events in the next 10 days, well, come by the bar. When, when you visit town, if you're coming by for a Broncos game, check out the tailgates that we've gone on, and of course, check out thednvr.com where Hank and I are posting Broncos stories left and right. Also, shout-out to Roger. Shout-out to J27. We love you guys. Thanks so much for rolling with us. Okay, Henry, let's talk about what this contract means for the future of this team. How much does it handicap and how much does it hurt the Broncos right now by giving Russell Wilson a five-year $245 million?
1: It doesn't hurt right now. Um, These next two years, you're in great shape. You're, those are very low cap hits. This is what we've been planning for. Um, I, I think you're going to have the money to go add. Maybe not a top tier free agent in this offseason, but pretty close to it. Now, that could wind up being money you give to Bradley Chubb or something like that. Draymond Jones could probably cut into some of that. Um, these next two years, though, you're just fine. It starts in 2024, which makes sense because that's when the contract kicks in. That's when you know it jumps up to thirty five million. There's another thirteen million dollars you don't have, and you might feel the effects. I don't think it's going to feel that significant. Um, you know, that's that's the year before you, you have to resign. You know, Pat Sertan and Javante Williams and and that whole class, which seems like the next big project. Um, then in twenty twenty five, that twenty million dollar jump. That's that's when you actually got to give those guys the contracts. Luckily, you can give Pat Sertan the uh, the, the franchise tag – or sorry, ex- give him the – or exercise his fifth-year option as a first-round draft pick, potentially franchise tag him after that the next year too. But there will be a bit of a pinch. And I mean, might as well say at this point, it's $31 million in dead cap after that season if for some reason you want to move on. I doubt that'll happen. But if, you know, you, you got to cut him, something happened, you could do that and save yourself 27 million dollars that next season you wait till the year after it's only 12 million dollars in dead cap which means you'd be freeing up 41 million dollars you after that's 4 million and so it's 50 so because of the way it kind of falls off at the end there really isn't too much risk it, it, you know as well as long as we're framing it as you know you are giving this man a contract through the time he's 40 it's not as bad as it sounds
0: how much does that scare you henry giving giving a guy a contract a massive contract through his age of 40 season because uh, i gotta say especially in the age of watching tom brady and maybe he's just the total uh he's the total outlier here and we'll all look back and say wow tom brady that was incredible what he did every other quarterback drops off at their late 30s but to me I am kind of viewing uh, Russell Wilson and also, unfortunately, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, all of these other great quarterbacks. I assume that they're all going to play really well into their at least up till 40. And then I think some of them are going to stretch it like Tom. Now, some of them, I'm not saying every great quarterback is going to play like Tom Brady till they're 45 years old. But in my mind. I'm viewing this as I'm not worried at all about being tied to Russell Wilson until he's 40, but there's a lot of people in this town, and and I'm not saying that they're wrong, but there's a lot of people that are very skeptical of that, and there's a lot of people that are expecting three to five years of Russell Wilson in Denver, not just then moving to another team, but retiring and being done. Am I crazy thinking that they're crazy?
1: Uh, Everything's changing. You know, quarterbacks are playing longer than they've ever played before. Obviously, you have Tom Brady, and then you also have Aaron Rodgers. Even guys like Matt Ryan sticking around. And Matthew Stafford's kind of getting pretty old, too. Even, like, Kirk Ryan Tannehill's older than Russell is. Ryan Tannehill's 34. It seemed like quarterbacks used to retire when they are about 34, 35. Nobody's talking about Ryan Tannehill debating retirement. Obviously, like, the, the ability to stay healthy is part of that. You know, you've got better trainers now, you've got the nutrition. But also you're offering them fifty million dollars a year to keep playing. If you're 37, of course you're going to take that. Back in the day when it's like, hey, I'll give you eight million bucks to play your age 38 season. It's like, hell no, it's time for me to go save my body. Um, that's the other thing, is that the game helps you save your body. Yeah. I I think that it's probably fair to say he'll keep playing to 39. Forty's just such a big round number to say confidently he will be playing that season.
0: So what you're saying is this is his last deal, essentially, even <sighs> though five and a half months ago when we talked to Russ and he said he wants to play another 10 to 12 years uh-huh. and win three to four more Super Bowls. You're saying, okay, or was it four to five? Was it three, three, three to four more Super Bowls, uh, which would then take his total up to four and five. You're saying Russ was shooting for the stars.
1: Uh, he even said it again today. It's like I had yep. a good first decade. Want to have another yeah. good deck de- decade? Decade. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, you're 33. They, I yeah. mean, by the end of the season, you'd be 44. It's, again, I I have concerns, and I that doesn't make it a bad contract. This is a great contract. I've made that very clear. But you know, wait. What are a, your concerns? Mostly the mobility, okay. just because so much of what he does. It's not that he he has to be able to move. It's that. You know, what is he if he doesn't move? And, you know, I think this contract works out well so that if he's not moving well and you're paying him in 2027, $53 million, right now that'd, that'd probably be the kind of deal that you feel like you're not getting great value on. By that time, it's probably going to be fine. Like if that's the 10th most you're giving a quarterback and it's Russell Wilson who's lost a step, that's fine. But I do wonder whether he ages like a Tom Brady who just stands in a pocket and hasn't taken a hit in his entire career.
0: I see what you did there. You said uh, great value. Is that a little oh, shout-out did, to didn't uh, I, the, I did. the Waltons for getting that deal done?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: And, and I think, I think that's very fair. And it's actually something that we talked to, to Nathaniel Hackett about earlier this year or earlier this week. I should say is one of the things that he's talked about uh, is it's allowing it's allowing Russell Wilson to do what he does best in terms of getting out of the pocket. But the number one thing he has to do is stay healthy and but not just play for this year, not just play for one play, but play for the future because Nathaniel Hackett wants Russell Wilson to play as long as possible. That's probably his best shot of staying around as the Broncos head coach for a long time. Look, if John Elway never retired and kept playing at the way he played, Mike Shanahan would have never lost his job. When John goes away, it's a lot harder to live life when you don't have those guys. Gary Kubiak found that out when he didn't have Peyton Manning, that it's just a lot more difficult. So obviously you need a good quarterback. Uh, And Hank, I don't think this is his last contract. I don't now. I don't think he's going to play through this entire contract either, though, because Russell had two more years on this contract right now. He did. He had twenty two million dollars for this year and twenty seven million dollars for next year. None of it was guaranteed, though. And obviously the Broncos or Seattle weren't just going to cut him and move on from him. But when you don't have guaranteed money on your contract anymore, that's when players and agents go to teams and say, hey, It's time to pay us again. And they say, you have two more years on your contract. And they say, no, no, no. Uh, My guaranteed money is out. And guaranteed money and signing a new deal also typically means what Russell Wilson just got today. $50 million at signing and then $71 million in your first two years and then $161 million in your first four years. So I think after that 2025 season, when his four years, $161 million goes away. And he does still have some guarantees due to injury and stuff, but he's going to be 37. He's just going to have finished his 37 year old season. If he still is a good quarterback is still a great quarterback. I'll say not elite, but if he's still a great quarterback entering his age 38 season, Henry, he's going to say, let's do something that we just did. Let's do a similar deal. Let's do five years; at this point, who knows? Four hundred million dollars or whatever <laughs> it is, uh, with and so that'll make it a seven-year contract, just like this one was. Kind of, kind of add two more years to it for the current contract. But then you know, at that point, it's like, okay, well, he's he's really probably not going to play to his till he's forty-five years old. Even though that was to the extent of he said with playing ten to twelve more years. Uh, but then you get it, so the guaranteed money's in there, and then I think that's when you're thinking, boy, if we could get two to four more years out of this new deal that would be fantastic and then also that's how the broncos his his cap hits 55 55 56 million dollars those last final years that's how you bring that cap hit down is by giving him a new contract giving him all the cash up front so that that cap hit goes down and then you can make another super bowl run and have that cash or have that cap you need because you just gave him so much cash
1: totally and if I had to bet, does Russell Wilson sign another contract? I'd bet that he does. I'd bet oh. that he does sign another. I, it's, how can you turn that down? Like, if you're functional playing football, I mean, what, $50 million a year? You, you, you play two years, that's a tenth of a billion dollars. <laughs> right. It's absurd. Nobody is turning that down. Like, I, I think even if he was all banged up, You'd still have to consider doing it, maybe not from the Broncos' side, but you just can't pass that up. And because of that, I think he'll find a way to power through, and I think at some point there is another contract. Um, the injuries, you know, it's one of those things where his entire career, he's been healthy, like almost totally healthy. But he's basically signing up to play an entire another NFL career right now, and all it takes is one little thing – to who knows, maybe he tweaks the knee and doesn't quite get it back right. And we're touching wood when we say all that. But there is a world in which the second half of his career plays out differently injury-wise than the first half does. Wow.
0: How dare you say that? I hope you're touching all the wood in the world. Oh, no. And, 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 I'm taking That is realistic. Uh, but when, when – and I view – not not even the same, but Peyton Manning was an iron man throughout his career until 2011 when, of course, he missed the entire season, had four neck injuries, and then the Broncos got him the very next season. Russell Wilson, the exact same. His first nine years in the NFL. Missed zero total games. Last year he didn't miss. Uh, he didn't have four neck surgeries and miss an entire season. It was a lot less severe. He hurt his thumb and he missed three games when it was supposed to be a what five to eight week injury. He was back. He didn't look great in the first game back. In fact against the the Washington football team he looked pretty bad. Uh, but then after that he finished the season nine touchdowns one interception over a hundred passer rating and I believe beat the 49ers or gave the 49ers run for their money beat another good team. So he he looked like he was back what did Peyton Manning do after 2011 he was completely healthy in 2020 or in 2012 2013 2014 now obviously 2015 is when when he was late in his 30s his body did fall apart on him and he wasn't able to stay healthy Russell is earlier in his career only by sure. a couple of years uh, but but he is a couple of years earlier or, or younger than Peyton was when he got here so I, th- there's no reason why I am personally concerned about Russ uh, his body just starting to deteriorate. In fact, he is as close to the TB12 method of taking care of his body <laughs> as any other person in the NFL that I know. And being a quarterback position where you're not going hit, to get hit that much is key. Now, Russ is going to have to adapt his game soon because you can't wait until your body's falling apart. And I think this is to your point, Henry. You can't wait till your body's falling apart to say, Okay, I should probably change the way that I play. No, you got to do that right about now. And he can't be getting hit as much he's been getting hit in the past. He can't. He he has to limit the the number of times he rolls out in the pocket and is willing to get to to take a hit. He can do that in week eighteen when the when the Broncos are playing the Chiefs or the Chargers uh, pushing for a playoff spot. But you can't be doing that uh, multiple times in weeks one through sixteen. You just can't be. So it's going to be on him to see how long he wants to play because the Broncos just lived it. When you don't have a quarterback, Henry, mm-hmm. you don't have a thing. And we have a couple of trolls uh, in the comment <laughs> section today. And those people are either coming from an AFC West team, which the AFC West, they all have their quarterback. Now, Derek Carr, yep. we can talk about him, but they're be- they've been in way better shape than the Broncos have been these past couple of years with Derek Carr. And of course, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, they have their guys. They don't understand what it's like to not have a quarterback in today's age of football when you have to have a quarterback. and Or they're from a team like the Seahawks. And there's been a lot of Seahawks trolls out there today, Henry. And uh, all I can say to them is good luck. Good luck these next five 10 years until you find your quarterback, it's going to be tough because the Broncos lived in that world. And that's why the Broncos are going to do whatever they need to do to keep Russell Wilson around, especially if he's playing at at a great level. And today was the first uh, thing that they did to show that that's the case.
1: Totally. You know, you talking about Peyton got me thinking if Russell can play to his age 45 season, what if Peyton had played to his age 45 season Retired after last year, and the Broncos immediately trade for Russ. That'd
0: be incredible. That, that would have been so much been his, better. Last year would have been his 40th man. Yep. It's hard to believe that <laughs> <Yeah>. if Peyton <laughs> played till Tom, he'd still, he would have just have
1: retired. It's unbelievable. Could it's you unbelievable. imagine that world? Ugh. But I mean, going back to Justin Herbert, you know, they're going to have to pay too. You mentioned earlier how nice it is to have owners who can just put all that money in escrow you've got the chargers whose owners potentially don't have that money same thing with joe mm. burrow and the Bengals; like they mm. might not have an option you know you, you go back to 2019 with khalil Mack. it's not because the raiders want to get rid of khalil Mack that they traded him they got rid of him because they didn't have the money to put in escrow to give him a new contract we're getting to the point with these deals that especially these kind of family-owned teams, teams that have been passed down, they just might not be able to afford the whatever, six, seven. I mean, what does Justin Herbert get on the open market? Eight years, 60, 65 a year fully guaranteed on the open market? Probably. And you're not going (laughs) to get him down too much from that when you try to put all that money in escrow.
0: It's a, it's a fantastic point. It, it's a, it's a wild thing, uh, to, to think of. And that's just the the luxury that the Broncos don't have mm-hmm. to worry about anymore.
1: Totally. I, it's, it is so nice. And, and once we do hit, what is that? The two, twenty twenty four 2024 season, the 2025 season, being able to restructure deals and just hand out cash and push the cap hit down the road, that could come in handy too. Um, but we'll see though
0: we will see and henry i've really enjoyed this conversation we got so many people wanting to talk about this over Mm -hmm. at ddnvr.com and i want to get into those comments but first i got to tell you about our friends over at mile high sliders if you've been to one of the preseason tailgates you know how good these sliders are and if you don't Well, let me just tell you about the jalapeno popper uh, slider that they've got. They've got a Greek one. They've got a drunken meatball. They've got a veggie option. They have uh, an Angus beef sliders. They are so delicious. And sliders, just such a good food coming from a food truck. No matter what event you have. This is the person that these are the people you want to call. I should say, and give them a call. If you want to book them for your private event at seven, two, zero three, seven, five, three, four, six, four, or you can check them out on their Facebook page over at mile high sliders and ask for Dominic when you give them a call and you don't want to miss out on these sliders. They also have great sides, including potato sticks, kettle chips. So check them out over at mile high sliders.
1: And also check out game time. I was just pulling up the app. I, uh, as I've been saying, have not bought tickets to the Buffs game tomorrow night. Gonna let those prices go down and down and down, and they have been. Right now, what's this? I feel like now that I, now that I say it, I don't want to actually reveal the deal because I don't want anybody to steal it from me. But right now, fourth row, right next to where Ralphie like they back her in, and then they take the other side, and then she runs around right next to that old trailer right there, fourth row, sixty five dollars. That's kind of Ooh. a steal, and. That's I'm going to stand by job. my philosophy. We're going to wait and see if they get even lower. But we're starting to get some really tempting options in there. Um, make sure that when you're buying tickets to go see an event, whether it's a Broncos game, whether it's uh, the Buffs tomorrow night, or the Rockies, if you're still into that kind of thing, then go <laughs> to game time and make sure that you do it through our our, our link, which is in the YouTube description. Um, if you do that, then we get credit for sending you over there and uh, you still get the exact same deals you would always get. And so everybody wins.
0: Everyone wins and everyone wins by tuning in again. I just want to give a big shout out to everyone who's tuning in. Hit us with a thumbs up on YouTube. If you're tuning in, we really appreciate it. And typically we do this show in person, but today because of Russ's press conference, what's going on with the bar, we had to go remote. Uh, But let's hop into the comment section. And I believe we have a super chat first Coming in from Garth Knight says, gentlemen, always a pleasure listening to y'all. Are either of you going to the Monday night football game in Seattle? Let's ride. You know, as of now, we're not. We're holding that up to be able to go as a team to Las Vegas when the Broncos play the Raiders, to go to Nashville, obviously to go to London. So we won't be there as of now. Uh, But man, can I not wait for that game, Henry? We are less than two weeks away. And for Russ to go back to Seattle, oh, that's gonna be awesome.
1: I still hate that his first game isn't in Denver. Like, like it's almost like you don't you shouldn't go have the revenge game against your old family until you like meet the new family. You know, like it doesn't <laughs> really make sense. Like you're not one of one of us yet, really. You got to, like, play a game here, do that kind of thing. I I still am pretty upset that they didn't schedule a home game for Russell in week one. I get the ratings and all that, and they're saying that the the Seahawks might be terrible by whatever point in the season, and the Broncos might not live up to the hype, but still, got to give Denver first. Week two, go to Seattle. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that, that's fair. I see where you're coming from, but I got to say, I believe it was uh, Greg, Greg Bell, who has gone viral this past week, uh, who's a Seattle Seahawks reporter. He tweeted something. He said something along the lines of the massive deal. The Denver Broncos gave Russell Wilson is the reason he's not in Seattle anymore. Okay. Seattle, the reason you're not going to be making the playoffs like mm-hmm. you did eight of the past 10 seasons is because you weren't willing to pay a quarterback and you're going to learn a very uh, hard lesson.
1: That's terrible.
0: It, it is terrible. Casey, uh, Casey chiming in and says, What's popping with the poppers? Oh, man, maybe that's how we introduce the Mile High Sliders now. Uh, (laughs) If you want to know what's popping with the poppers, you got to check out our friends over at Mile High Sliders. You can get a jalapeno popper. Uh, Man, I got to say, anything with jalapeno popper, whether it's an actual jalapeno popper or whether it's like the idea of a jalapeno popper that you put into a dish, chef's kiss delicious.
1: I I hate that Ryan isn't here to talk about you saying jalapeno four times five times
0: do you do you think i'm wrong because clearly you're focusing on that
1: no yeah it's wrong i don't really care but it's it's definitely wrong we hadn't brought up ryan at all
0: uh we we haven't brought up ryan at all well he's not here ryan's okay he's super bummed to not be on this pod but there's some things with the bar that he's taken care of as we get set to host the big opener uh, in one week from tomorrow. And then tomorrow, of course, the CU game. But Henry, let's hop into the comment section because I know Ryan's not here, but there's still a lot of people that want to talk to us. And the first one coming in from Howie Boot, my boomer says, I would pay money to watch a DNVR, all city NFL style combine event. Imagine it, the 40 r dash, running route, bench press. Oh man, almost like an Olympic event, Postseason gold. Do it. How many Zach Stevens on foot armed with swords would it take to defeat a mounted knight of the round table wielding a flail, Says the, which is a spiked metal ball on a chain attached to a stick? Whoa, what wow. are we doing here? We're just like killing <laughs> a... me off left and right in the most horrific, oh, wow. gruesome way ever. You're Could I mean, you imagine? with um not going up against spiked <laughs> metal balls on a chain when a golden knight is is riding a horse no <laughs>
1: uh you get swords though the thing is swords are heavy
0: yeah i, I imagine a spiked metal ball on a chain's way heavier i'd put with a sword up true. and this metal chain would just rip through it
1: i just can't imagine you swinging a sword that effectively i feel like <laughs> it, it, you'd almost you got to get the guy on the ground first and then, kind of like a downward motion would.
0: would oh, work. if I get it, if I get him down on the ground, then I'm good because his oh, yeah. spiked metal ball on a chain isn't going to be swinging anywhere. But how do I get close mm. enough to him to get him on the ground?
1: You'd need 14 of you. You need 14 of you. That's how you do it. That's the number.
0: 14 the number okay yep. there we go it's it's 14 of me <laughs> I like that one <laughs> next one coming in from Ozzy Dan says good day boys three days till our big trip over the Pacific a week till we're back or a week till we'll be back at SoFi in 10 days till they'll be in the Mile High City wanting to come and say hi to you fine fellas but don't think I could do the tailgate probably not the best mm. with three young kids and I love to soak up the atmosphere in the stadium as game time approaches with that being the case will you guys be at the bar after the game recording the post game pod if not is Is it possible to quickly pop over to the tailgate to introduce myself? Love you guys. Love the Broncos. Can't wait to arrive. Ozzy, Dan, absolutely Ozzy, Dan. All of those are are very possible. We will be at the bar doing the tailgate right after. uh, Well, maybe not right after. It's going to take Henry and I some time to get over there from the stadium, but we will also be at the tailgate. And you can, of course, pop by uh, and say hello. Your best bet of meeting all of us at one time, though, is going to be doing that uh, at the bar after the game.
1: Yep. And we should say there, there are usually at least a few kids around the tailgate.
0: Yep. yep. There haven't yep. been as yeah, many
1: yeah. recently. Now I think of it, but like cornhole, all that stuff, even beer pond, but just with water. <laughs> and young.
0: if you want to, if you want to stop by and, and, and just stop by and not hang out because you have your family, of course, come by, mm-hmm. say hi to us. But sometimes Henry and I are there at different times. Ryan should be a mainstay there though.
1: He will be there.
0: <laughs> next one coming in from eight Oh five Bronco says my boys waking up to see Russell Wilson trending. Damn near gave me a heart attack was very relieved to see. It was because of a new contract on another note, my wife and I are expecting our first child. Congratulations. says we, we were elated when the doctor told us our due date was January 1st, 2023 new year's has always been special for us as it is our dating anniversary. And the date I asked her to marry me. Wow. That is wow. so cool. He says, however, it dawned on me a few minutes after the doctor gave us the news that the date has other implications this season. Week 17, don't tell your wife that you're thinking about the things colliding. Just don't. No, nope. it's all baby on uh, January 1st. It goes on and says Broncos at Chiefs. A game that will most likely have a huge impact on the results of the season. So my question is, if the doctor is magically correct and the due date in the game does indeed determine the Broncos' fate, how do I handle the situation in the delivery room? Do I have the game on and the TV in the background? Stream it on my phone? Have a buddy text me updates throughout? Or just do I just play it safe and ignore the game completely in order to avoid being sever- served divorce papers on January 2nd? What do we think? Well, I think this all comes down to your relationship. Is she cool with you having the game on in the background? If so, probably mute it and you know, make sure you're focusing on on the kid a little more. Uh, but uh, if if she's not cool with that, I wouldn't worry about the relationship because the good news is this isn't well, I can guarantee you this isn't the the last Broncos game of the season. Uh, and it may not be the last time the Broncos play the chiefs this year either.
1: I feel it's twenty twenty two by then it's gonna be twenty twenty three. if you can't find a way to have the game on in that room like what are we doing like what's what's been the point of all of this like technology has come so far you're you're gonna have three four options if you need to just put it on your phone put it in the corner and take a peek when you can take a peek there you go it should be around though it it should
0: you I mean you're right Henry it should be fairly easy to be able to get that game up so we you, you gotta let us know and of course congratulations and we're wishing you your wife and and the baby all the best Big Hank Stan says if you could determine the first offensive play of game one against the the the, the shitbirds he says he says that's what my grandpa used to call them back in the day when they were our AFC West foes what would it be and why love Hank Stan?
1: Just a bootleg. Just I have been waiting so long to see just a real bootleg with Russell Wilson in a game line up there with two tight ends on one side, fake the run over there, get Jerry and Cortland Sutton now on the field, probably Jerry on a cross cross, crosser, maybe Sutton on a bit of a comeback um, to that same side rolling out to just keep it simple. Show us what we're about to see for the next seven years.
0: Mm, Yeah. I mean, you you can't go wrong with that. I'm going to add a little twist to that. How about a bootleg bomb? Give me a bomb. The first play against the Seahawks, take all of the wind and energy out of the number 12s, out of that crazy stadium, out of Pete Carroll, and just give them no life, just take it out right away. And then Russell can just dominate them the rest of the game. So that's, that's what I'd love to see.
1: Also throw in a little motion to Jerry. Well jet mm. sweep motion behind the play and oh, then man, come back if, around.
0: Uh, okay. If it's good, if the ball is eventually going to go to him, I can get down for that. <laughs> if I see Jerry going jet sweep and not get the ball, I'm just going to be thinking, oh my gosh, flashbacks to last year. Yep. Next one from Russway Johnson, it's a great name. He says, "Hey guys, great summer listening to your spicy takes. Can't wait to see y'all at the Jets game. I'll be flying from Vermont to soak it in. A couple quick questions: The Rams got a lot of credit for their sports medicine team keeping everyone healthy. What do we know about the Broncos' medicine team? Did Peyton and Hackett bring in their own folk? Or are they the old, or are they the holdovers? A lot of injuries over the past few years. Lastly, did you all see the Chargers' schedule release video? I am obviously no fan of the Chargers, but it was amazing." got gotta see it they were savages to the hawks wow this is like a, a tbt a throwback to schedule <laughs> release season uh yeah. yeah i do it they they did a great job uh it was uh oh what's the japanese do you remember it hank did you see it
1: i i did see it but i don't remember there's like an anime thing Yes, yes, it?
0: it was all based okay. on anime. That that's that oh, was okay. the word I was looking for. Uh, and I believe they toasted uh, the Seahawks with not having Russ, so you, you got to love that. Uh, and in terms of the 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 medicine side, the Broncos team, uh, I believe there was a decent amount of turnover um, when uh, it, uh, two years ago, I think. Uh, and since when Hackett got here, I believe it stayed the same.
1: Yeah, Lauren Landau still there for quite a while now as the yeah, team and trainer. He's, it,
0: Exactly. He's been there for, uh, for a long time Strength coach. Yes, exactly. Next one coming in from DK says I live in Seattle and the saltiness from Seahawks fans is at an all time high. I can't take it anymore. I'll be a game one and hope the Broncos blow them out just to see the complete disappointment and realization on their faces that their front office made a huge mistake. Hank, have you seen some, uh, some pretty crazy reactions from Seattle fans today?
1: I actually haven't I think once I'm done writing, I'm gonna have to go uh get on Seahawks Reddit and make fun of whatever they have to say.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say that that's not gonna be a dark place for you. It may be a very no. dark place for them, but it's Should not be. gonna be for you.
1: It will not
0: <laughs> it certainly won't be next one coming in it from Whip your Vic out okay, wow says. Hey guys, I miss Mace, but Henry is a wonderful addition to the team. I completely agree with that. It says, keep up the great work. Is there a new Madden league for 2023? There is a new Madden league. Uh, Make sure to email Timmy from Sweden at gmail.com. If you want to get in on that wait list. Uh, I believe that's right. Timmy from Sweden at gmail.com to get, to get on that list because we have our draft this Sunday. So we're drafting all 90 players it's gonna be a heck of a time, <laughs> and boy, is that gonna be a very important time for me because uh, I need a good team in order to have any hope against you guys.
1: I know. I'm so excited. I've got I've got some strategies cooked up. I'm I'm pretty hyped yeah. about this one.
0: Can you share them with me, please? I need all the help I can get, Henry. <laughs>
1: Not when I know the rest of the league is listening. <laughs> okay, okay. off <laughs> ah, ah, there. <laughs> mm-hmm. We
0: got three more coming in. One from Arvada. Luke says, fellas, and Mrs. Behind the Glass. Yes, shout out to Allie for doing this for us today. Uh, he says, the salt from Seahawks to uh, Seahawks town on Russ getting paid is priceless. But if I had to estimate... I'd say it's worth at least three hundred million (laughs) dollars. There's a uniform concept circulating on an inferior Broncos site, which I won't mention here. The concept itself incorporates elements based on the Denver City flag, but in orange and blue. I really like this, as it further ties the Broncos to Denver. Plus, free DNVR brand awareness. I love where your head's at, Arvada Luke. Says a TDSP pod from a while back, where D Line talked about the iconic sports logos has stuck with me. If it were me, I would open up the uniform question to the public and have fans submit concepts basically opposite of whatever the Washington football team would do <laughs> do you think that the Broncos brass would ever consider a contest like this it would have to be well executed as things like this tend to get co-opted by internet trolls not afraid of a bar or Vada Luke
1: I'm uh I'm always against a fan vote you <laughs> know it's just it's You're just not, not... people I know, I know, but there's like NHL all-star game. The NBA all-star game is crazy. Like you'll have LeBron play six games and be the leading vote getter. Like the pro bowl, the pro bowl has become even more of a joke because there isn't people don't always know what they're talking about. And that's why I do worry that the fans could vote for a uniform and then they show up on the game day and it's neon orange and whatever else. And it looks terrible. And then you're kind of stuck with it. I don't mind saying like, send us suggestions especially if their plan is just to do kind of like the color rush type of throwback, like just kind of tweak that a little bit because somebody's going to submit that idea and you can just say, yep, that's one we're going with. But yeah, I mean, if you have, basically that's it. If you have an idea, you think somebody will suggest, or even if you want plant somebody to suggest it, feel free to open it up. But also we need a little bit of oversight here.
0: <laughs> yes and I mean that's exactly what it uh, end up being is they have an idea in mind maybe they've been you know put someone plant someone to throw the mm-hmm. idea that they want out uh there's some really good people online making some cool things so I'm sure that would help the ad yeah. they wouldn't just they, they would probably tweak it on their own uh, yep. it as well next one coming in from Nash Bronco says holy cow the comments are back baby how many zachs would it take to walk across the salt flats that Hawks fans inhabit at this very moment i wow. don't think numbers or numb go that high so we've got <laughs> russ bowls tim court and justin locked down who is next
1: mm. i think draymond's probably the easy answer mm. uh, contract expiring after the season you also have bradley chubb right there with yep. so many edge rushers the i mean for bradley he's either going to be getting like a one year prove it deal because this year doesn't go well, or he's getting a massive contract. And I don't think the Broncos probably want to give either, you know, if he winds up being incredible and you have to pay him, you have to pay him. But I think that Draymond has a pretty clear path, regardless of what happens this season to getting a contract.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, pick your poison. If you're giving out big contracts, it's either Draymond Jones or Bradley Chubb. Which one has a better season? Which one do you think uh, ha- has a better future? Because I think those guys, if they're talking about big contracts, they're both going to get huge contracts. And and, and Draymond it isn't going to take a hometown discount. I think it's it's pretty clear after talking with him uh, and what he said to the public, he he wants to get paid. And if he has a massive season, he's going to get a massive deal. Uh, so I think those are the two big ones. How about I throw one more your way, Henry? What about Jerry Judy? Now, the Broncos obviously have already Ooh. paid Cortland Sutton. They've already paid Tim Patrick. But this is Jerry Judy's third season in the league, meaning he can get a new deal after this year. If he goes out and balls out, do you want to take the same approach that you took with Russ and get a little hometown discount? Uh, maybe not hometown discount. Get a, get a little give you a contract early discount?
1: I'm all in on signing Jerry as soon as you can. I do think though that one of Chubb or Draymond gets a contract before then.
0: Oh, so this season?
1: Uh huh. I think so. Mm. And I guess the other one you could look at is Dalton Reisner. His contract expires after this season. I don't think that. I mean, again, like we weren't even totally sure he was going to be a starter. In hindsight, it's like yeah, he was going to be a starter, but that's not somebody you think ah oh, they're gonna they're gonna really lock him up early.
0: Yeah, I think that that that, that's a good one, because definitely speaking of hometown discounts, I mean, Dalton is seriously a hometown discount that you can get. Uh, And also, if he plays anything like he did his rookie year this year in a similar system, then you're just going to feel very comfortable with how he fits with this team, how he fits with this system. And you'll feel comfortable signing him. And you'll want to give Russ that protection. So there's no question about it. That's a really good one, Hank. And last one, excuse me, coming in from Monster Mayhem says, what's up, fellas? I thought Madden had done the Broncos wrong with the ratings, but damn, I think they did Nathaniel Hackett dirty by making him like 100 pounds too heavy. Big day with the Wilson extension. All I can say is go Broncos. Henry, have you seen uh, Nathaniel Hackett on Madden yet?
1: I, I haven't noticed it. I I played with the Broncos a ton of (laughs) times.
0: You're going to have to keep your eyes out on that and and let us know. And on that note, as Monster Mayhem says, big day with the Wilson extension. All I can say is go Broncos. We'll end on that one. What a big day in Broncos country. What a way to end the offseason, this crazy offseason that the Broncos have had, the most important offseason in the Broncos history. And literally, Hank, this is ending the offseason because today was the last practice the Denver Broncos will have before starting true game prep, and there's no better way to do it than signing your franchise quarterback to a five-year extension, which keeps him in town for the next seven seasons, and I'm so pumped that all of you were able to tune in with us, whether you're on YouTube, whether you're tuning in on the podcast site. Henry, thank you so much for joining me, and thank you all. Broncos country, let's ride.